The Creeps Lounge contains adult language and content. Listener discretion is advised. Friday guys and we are back. Welcome to the Creeps Lounge where we talk anything paranormal, unusual, cryptic, or true crime. If you don't know, I'm Crystal. And I'm Rick. Let's get freaky. So we are back. It's been uh quite a while. It's been a while. Three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, like four weeks. Um we went on a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, so we just um life just got busy. I've been really busy with work myself. Uh, we mm-hmm. picked up a lot, and you've been really busy too. So yeah, I I just started a new business um, where I make my own crystal and polymer clay jewelry. I started my own website. It's like an e-commerce business. So you know, learning all of the how to set up my website and you know, how to go about advertising has been just really hard for me. Not only do I run my own business, um, as a business owner, uh, an e-commerce business owner, I have to do a lot of social media networking and, you know, just advertisement and just really pushing out a lot of content online, which is really time consuming on top of doing everything that I do for the business itself. It's just been extremely busy. I think the first, I think the first two weeks was the hardest part, just learning all of the software and just (laughs) everything, just learning how to print my own labels. I got a new label maker and installing programs and stuff. So you guys, we are hoping to be a little bit more consistent starting this week. We would like to push out at least one episode a week. Yeah, we just want to make sure that we can continue doing this because, I mean, it is really fun for us. It's a nice hobby that we have. And lately we've been needing our sleep. So because we do this late at night when all, you know when we have all our kids asleep and everything, this is the only time we have to record and so we <clears throat> needed to get a rest. But Oh, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, we're going to try to do that at least once a week, hopefully, um, and that way we can get this going and mm-hmm. stay connected. Yeah, I mean, with Ricky, he gets up really early in the morning, and he's out of the door by, like, 7 o'clock, sometimes 8. But then I'm still on top of the business. I'm still homeschooling and have all three of my kids at home and doing the stay-at-home mom thing uh, all the while being a business owner it's it's just been super hectic for us and then Ricky gets home and <laughs> he takes over and then that way I can work and it's just been kind of like juggling a lot of things at once so yeah, hopefully we, we decided we're like you know what today's a pretty good day so mm-hmm. we, we wanted especially because being Freaky Friday we have our Freaky Friday Chronicles so I don't know how our episodes are going to come out as far as labeling or um, what we have planned but we do have we're going to change it up a little bit I'm sure we'll figure something very creative out or you know maybe we can do one week the Freaky Friday the next week the Weird Wednesdays and just kind of alternate and depending on the stories we get to because this week we do have the we have two stories we're going to share with you guys and um I haven't read them so this will be new to me too and um yeah we'll share them with you guys and see what you guys think it's pretty cool because people have really noticed that we kind of went on hiatus um they've been asking where we're at how (laughs) when we're gonna upload new episodes so it's really nice to know that people miss us um it really motivates us to want to stay consistent and try to keep doing this for everyone 
I do notice that we have been consistently, even though we've been on a hiatus, we've been consistently gaining followers every day on the socials. So I think that is really awesome. Really excited about that. Yeah, so sorry that we went, um, you know, went quiet for a bit, but we're back and we're going to try to stay back and stay here. Because we had plans <laughs> for stickers and stuff. We have plans to do all this. And I yeah. mean, that's still coming. It's just, you know, we still have our giveaway that we're going to do that we wanted yeah. to do the Ouija board giveaway. Yeah. Um, so once we reach those followers, we'll figure something out and, you know, we'll get it going too. We will post. So keep an eye out on that. You guys follow us on Instagram. That way you can stay updated on when we're going to post the giveaway. Like Ricky said, um, we do want to uh, start making stickers and giving away stickers and stuff. Um, hopefully we have been talking about getting a sticker maker. So that's something that's kind of on the sketch pad. Yeah. And then, um, so during a little hiatus, we did have our anniversary on May yeah. 17th. So that was nice. And then 12 had, years. Yeah, 12 years, you guys. So that's, <clears throat> you know, it's been all those rocky roads and nice moments. But overall, it's been great. And um, we also had my birthday. And... Yeah. So, yeah, we did. You know, guys, a lot happened while we were <laughs> gone, though. I mean, a lot has been going on, not just even with us and well, the you changes. Mean, you and your sister came to visit and Veth was with yeah. us for a while, for two weeks. Yeah, you guys, we were busy. Like, <laughs> we were so busy. Not just like, like I said, with the new business, with Ricky's work. My sister dropped off um, her baby daughter, my niece, she dropped her off with us, and she stayed for almost a whole month. So we had our kids. Well, she stayed with uh, Grandma. Yeah, with and Grandma Tia. and Thea. Um, so we had our kids, and then we had baby Fefe um, over at Grandma's, and we were helping, and the kids were helping as much as they could. So <laughs> it was just like a very busy month for us last month. Um, <laughs> but so. it was a good month. I Like I was just going to say, there wasn't just a lot going on with us there's just a lot of things going on in the world with everything that happened last i think it was last month with um in texas you know our oh, hearts go out to all of the families and people that were affected there you know all of my prayers i know that you can't say enough for what happened you can't express how sad and how horrible it feels to hear that these things are still happening in the world right now you know I was listening um, to bobby lee bobby lee's podcast and even he said out on there too, he took a moment you know he's always like sarcastic and stuff he took a moment you know, to talk about it and even mm -hmm. he said he's like you know i don't i don't have the answers he's like i don't have the answers he's like i'm not trying to say you know like be all against being gun ho or whatever he's like i don't have the answers but it just needs to stop he's like, it's just it's gone too far yeah it's, someone needs to do something it's just it's it's too much it's really sad um it's awful you know i i did want to take a moment to acknowledge that and just pay respect to the families of and the people who were lost in this tragedy it, it was really something that just hit home for me because i have three kids I'm sure it affected a lot of people, but it, I really took it really hard. It, I cried. I was depressed for a while. Um, so, you know, all of my heart, all of my um, love and prayers go out to the families that are dealing with these enormous devastation, you know. But uh, moving on, you guys, we have two stories today. Uh, from our sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, and my brother-in-law, and we've been hanging on to them, <laughs> so I think it's time that we read them and let you guys listen to them. They're really good. Well, I mean, and they remind me a lot of you. Read them? Yeah, I, oh, I, I skimmed I through them. I haven't read them yet. I've been uh, binge watching a haunting. If you guys have not heard of a haunting you really it's got on it discovery plus <laughs> it's on it's also on amazon you Boy, it's, we have the discovery plus channel on amazon oh okay yeah. well you guys i'm not very you know i'm not really 
knowing i'm not really good about knowing what app is connected to it i'm just like it's on this app that i know of but you guys it's an amazing show i've learned so much about paranormal stuff and you know just hauntings and ghosts and demons and all sorts of different forms of paranormal activity just by watching that show I you know the animation is a little bit tacky I'm not gonna lie but the people they have real life people telling their true stories with on reenactments. there with reenactments so you could like visually see like they're they're as they're telling the story it's being reenacted but it's also showing them but not only that what I really love about this show is that it actually shows evidence so like if they took a picture or have a recording it'll it'll put it on the the tv for you like the picture and i'll say actual picture or something like that but i've been really big on that and like i said if you guys have not watched it you have got to check i mean i would even get amazon and the discovery plus just to watch that show and that's exactly what we did like 11 seasons Oh yeah, there's eleven seasons. Um, it's it's still going. It's really good. And I, then if you want a little palate cleanser, you can watch it Unwrapped. If you remember that show. Oh my God, that show is such <laughs> a throwback. Badass. It is such Good a throwback. Eats and Unwrapped. It's all on there. It's pretty good. It's another good show. Yeah, we were watching that the other day. I don't know if you guys remember that Unwrapped show, but it brings me so many great memories from when I was, you know, just a young girl. We would with sit no down. responsibility, no problems. <laughs> We would sit down in the living room and just watch, you know, cuddle on the couch, all three girls. Can you imagine, like, you know, what I would give to just, like, have maybe, like, a day of just that feel of no responsibility. No, we're just waking up in the morning, playing your game, have not worry about nothing. Yeah, that's never going to happen until we're old, maybe. <laughs> until we're, like, 65. <laughs> because we have kids. And I think just I'll do that. Always... I think I'll be waking up in the morning, get a coffee, and play my game when I'm older. There's play always started. a responsibility there when you have kids it's just never ending oh, um also before i get into the story i even playing stardew valley um i know i jumped onto this train a little later i got it when it first came out and i didn't really play much until recently and it's fucking fun if you haven't played stardew valley it's really really fun i really recommend it you need to play it you have I actually it. no i did i downloaded it i played it and i it, they lost me at the fishing they lost me at the fishing, to be honest. Why? You couldn't fish? You couldn't fish? <laughs> no, it's not the whole. F- oh, I couldn't. I did catch fish, actually, to to be completely honest. Because of the reel, right? Cause because you have to, like, keep kicking, kicking, kicking. No, I. That's that. I'm not saying the fishing lost so, okay, me. What lost? Okay, th- let me talk. <laughs> I got lost <laughs> after after I fished because. It was just, it's, it's something that you have to invest a lot of time into because it's that kind of game where you build, it built, you build up. Every day matters in that game. Yeah. Every minute It's not like a run, it's not like a run through game where like you would like Diablo or anything like that or Link and I link. (laughs) Who am I? Am I okay? (laughs) Zelda. I think the podcast is The Zelda um, (laughs) games where you would just run through i mean not I like all of them are run throughs bit. some of See, them are this, free plays this but. one's i like it because the reason i like it is because it's kind of like, like i like survival games so it's kind of like a survival game right and it's like i said every day is important so if you if you don't plant certain things on a certain time and then mm-hmm. the season changes and you just lost money you have to yeah. keep up with it and check the calendar check the tv it's, it's just it's something fucking, yeah it's a good game if you like tedious games like that it's, it's, it's amazing one. and you know i love tedious games like that you know that we like, like terraria a lot i am freaking you guys you guys don't know me like i have so many games on my switch i have terraria if you guys don't know what terraria is it's like an adult grown-up version of minecraft and it's so much better, you guys. It's an awesome game. I got balls deep into that. I have, like, the best, like, gold armor and shit. I, I mean, I haven't played in a while. I have not picked that game up in, like, a year. Because what I do is I binge a game. I get to where I'm, like, pretty much OP. And then I lose interest. 
You and move on. Breath of the Wild too. I did that with Breath of the Wild. I, I got pretty OP Zelda on that game. game. That Remember the one we had to like do like the the um the rhythm or whatever. Oh yeah, I got pretty far in I that game. I couldn't get into that game. What's it I, called? Um, I forgot. I'll I'll have to come back to that one. And then I was playing the crap out of Fortnite for the longest oh, yeah. time. I haven't touched Fortnite in forever. Yeah. I went from Fortnite to Insurgency to uh, Pokemon um, Diamond Ver- No, Pokemon Heart Gold. And then now I'm playing oh my God. Valley. I was actually playing Pokemon Go Pikachu, I think it's called. And I went I got pretty far in that one and dropped it too. You guys, it's not that I don't like to finish games. Like I really do. I have finished many games in my life. I just like it's kind you of know, like what happened with our having, podcast. Having children it's hard because you get really distracted and you just can't focus on the game. And like I said, you have to invest a lot of the games that I really love. You have to invest a lot of time into them. It's not like Mario to play, you know, like it's not like Mario brothers where you can just like pick it up and put it down, pick it up and put it down. Or, you know, a game like that is something that you really do have to invest time into and a lot of energy. Yeah. Like this is some shit. Like you got to be pulling up the, the, (laughs) the cheats on these games to, not the you know, cheats, but like the wikis. The wikis, yeah. Well, back in the days, they called them cheats. Well, yeah, back in the days. Back in the days, okay. Like I'm an old timer. Written with, you know, like for the GTA <laughs> cheats and shit. Yeah, you Each guys. Each game had like a paper of sheets inside the. Case. <laughs> yeah, but, anyways. So, um, I believe we were getting sidetracked right there for a little bit. No, we're not. Gaming. We are but, giving um, people great conversation. <laughs> so we're gonna start. The Freaky Friday Chronicles with my sister's... Creepy Chronicles, sir. Oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) With my sister's story that she sent us. um, So it says, Hello, it's me again. This time so freaked out. Since I have not been listening to the Creeps Lounge because somehow they have been busy and they're not (laughs) loading stories up. I started to listen to this other one that talks about true ghost paranormal stories. I don't know, I just got so into it lately. Scared, but still listen to it. Before I tell you what happened to me, I think you need to know this. You need to know this first. The last one I listened to, and I say the last one because after what happened to me, I stopped listening to that channel. The story talked about how this guy was being haunted in a radio station and he did not want to let others know because they were going to make fun of him, thinking he was making it all up. Well, one night, him and his co workers got together, he said, and somehow one of them started to talk about ghost stories. And so he shared his story. And after he shared it, he didn't have any more episodes of this girl that was uh, haunting him for a couple of days. And he noticed that the guys from that evening were not talking to him anymore. They would just look at him with fear or like if they're mad. The haunting was just getting out of hand and he decided to quit. Before he left, as he was going out of the radio station, the guard from there told him, the reason why they don't talk to you is because after that night you shared your story, they all got ha- haunted by whatever was haunting you. He said nothing and he thought he thought to himself, well, that could be why I did not hear or see anything for a couple days after that. At the end of the story, he said, tonight if you go to sleep and you feel the presence of something or look under your bed, it could be there. This thing could be with you and not with me. So that night, I could not sleep. I was feeling someone was, was there. I was getting this night sweats. I felt my body cold, but I was sweating. Like when you have Vicks all over your body, fresh, cold, and sweaty, never felt this before. Except when my mom used to cover me with Vicks. Oh, I remember that. She used to put Vicks all over us and then put newspaper to cover. <laughs> and I remember the re- the crinkle of the newspaper all fucking night and the smell of Vicks. <laughs> yeah, I. that's kind of like me. Like I like make my own Vicks out of eucalyptus oh, yeah. oil and stuff. And I smother the kids. Lather Nana them up hates with it. She, she actually starting to let me put it on her when she gets sick, but Mateo really likes it. Yeah, Vix's Vix's life. Martin's alarm. Martin's her husband. Martin's alarm went off. He turned it off two minutes. Two minutes later, went off again. By the third time, he finally got up. I was awake. That I was awake. That is for sure. Just had my eyes closed. I did not want to open them. I was scared to do so, but I clearly saw something. I'm sorry, but I clearly somehow, as Martin was walking towards the door out of the room, in my mind I saw him going out of, out, but someone coming out of him returning to me. 
as if he just returned to bed. I was not looking at him. My eyes were closed. I just, for some reason, could imagine it. In my mind, I saw someone someone or him coming out of him. I say him because it was his figure. It looked like him. And he was returning to bed. Like when someone is telling a story and you are just imagining it. I felt I felt it like that. I was just imagining how he was going out. I don't know how else to explain it because it was not a dream. That is for sure. I remember I just smiled, but my eyes were still closed. I still imagine this thing coming towards me. I probably smiled because I felt scared. I don't know. Well, then this thing lay down with me. Well, then this thing laid down with me. My right hand grabbed his head thinking it was Martin. I wanted to make sure it was him. I did not want to think it was not Martin. Did not want to be scared. I've heard that when ghost spirits sense you are scared, it makes them stronger. So maybe that's why I wanted to think it was Martin. I was mess- massaging his head, grabbing his hair. It was very thin, longer than Martin has it. <clears throat> then my left hand felt his hand and I went to grab it. My daughter was on my left side sleeping. Yes, she has long, very long, thin hair, but I know it wasn't my daughter because she was on my left side and I had to grab his, had gra- grab this thing's head and hair to my right, to my right side with my right hand, so it was definitely not my daughter's hair. When I grabbed that thing's ha- hand, my left ha- with my left hand, I tried playing with it, still thinking deep in my, deep in me thinking it was Martin, still did not want to think it was someone else or something else. This hand was a big hand, a man's hand. That's when I got scared and thought, no, no, it's not Martin, it's not Yali. It's not Yali, her daughter. I went, I then tried to snap out of his, out of his hand and he or this thing grabbed my left hand so strong I could not move at all. He grabbed me from my wrist because my fingers oh my were God. not in between his fingers no more. I was yelling out for help, but I could not, I just couldn't. I was trying to call my dad. Dad, come help me, but I couldn't not talk to... I'm sorry. <laughs> but I could not talk or tell or move. Finally, I hear Martin coming out of the bathroom, the toilet flushing and the bathroom door opening, and finally this thing let go of me. I then got up thinking that someone just physically grabbed me. I was panicking, scared, and then the story from that guy came to my head. I was even more scared when I can assure you I was not asleep. I was awake from the first time that Martin's alarm went off. I was, I was awake. I wanted to go out and tell Martin, but I I don't know until that afternoon when he got home and he said, oh, so then it is true that about when they say about this house, I said, stop. I don't want to know. Just stop. Damn. Oh, wow. You know, I, their house, like Yara and other people have said that, that the house, there's some, because the basement, there's like an unfinished basement. It's creepy as hell. And then, and then the attic. It the has this weird creepy. attic. I don't know. I really think, Gabby, you should really bless that house. And you should, um, maybe I'll go and help you with a blessing. um, Because it sounds like whatever was in the bed with you, um, that's very physical. You know, when they start grabbing you, that's, that's a violation of your body. And that's not okay. I, I do really want to reach out to you. Um probably tomorrow and talk to you about blessing blessing yeah you house. should do every room do every door every window you should really yeah. do it because i've actually helped another friend who had some really creepy things going on with her house i went in and it? helped her um just even more than sage it was a lot of prayers salt barrier things like that so um there are things you can do and the most important thing that I've learned watching a lot of the paranormal investigators um, on a haunting is to make these entities know that they are not welcome in your house. You need to stand your ground and tell them that they need to get out and they are not welcome. You need to be firm. You cannot be scared. You need to be completely grounded and take ownership of your house and kick them out like you would kick out an intruder. But I think that was one thing that I, um, I noticed the most that was kind of like a ritual in all of these investigations is they would end the investigation by telling the person that these entities could come back into your life 
And it's not just because you did like an exorcism or cleansing or anything of a house. It just depends on what you're dealing with, what approach that you need to take, like poltergeists and demons and stuff like that. You you really need to like exercise the house. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes with a priest and most of the time with a priest. But when you're cleansing a house and stuff, you take different approaches. But every time they have ended their investigations and their cleansings and their exorcisms, they do mention that these entities, if they see an opening, a weakness, any way to get back into your house, into your life, they will do it. Oh, yeah. Um, So you have to be consistent with your spiritual hygiene. You have to be consistent with your cleansing your house, making sure that there is no weakness in your house. You have to be consistently, you know, just keeping your guard up and making sure that these intruders don't feel like they can be welcomed back into your life. And that's one big thing that I learned because it can always happen again. It can always come back again. If there's a weakness or there's a weak spot, they sense it. They will come back into your life. Um, another thing that I learned or um, on one of these episodes, it was very familiar to her story. It was kind of similar. I meant not familiar. Similar to her story. Um, there was a lady who had moved into a house and she, um, it was like an old Victorian house, like very old, like a hundred years old. This is the one we just watched? No, it was, it was a, yesterday that I watched this one. Oh. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, alert, alert. Yeah, so if you haven't watched it, you skip a little um, bit. Cause yeah, I, you guys, it is, it's just a story, but if, it's still worth watching. You know, every, every one of these episodes pretty much ends the same, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell it anyways. It's not like I'm ruining a movie or anything for you guys. But um, so she moved into the house and she loved the house at first. She was very drawn to it, just drawn like magnet to that house. And they ended up buying it. It was a beautiful Victorian house. And there was a, on the third floor, there's this huge room that she said was very unusual. It was like a ballroom. It was massive. And she felt like a presence in there. And she kept feeling a presence. And she started getting really uneasy in the house because things started happening to her. Like she was in the, um, in the bathroom one day with her husband doing like a fixing a light bulb or something. And something threw a piece of wood to the back at the back of her head what like an fuck? old piece of wood like like was it you, a big piece of wood or was like, it like okay that? so you know like like when people are renovating houses like the bones of the house is what they call them like the wood like the like mm-hmm. if you pull up the carpet um they they said that they had not been renovating the bathroom like it was like the wallpaper was still up everything was still good they were just changing a light bulb and the bathroom was clean there was nothing in there that they like nothing could have fallen off the ceiling or anything she was like helping her husband like she was with a light um shining a light on it because the bathroom was dark because he was fixing the the light switch and um All of a sudden, she had a searing pain, like a really sharp pain. And like she looked on the floor and there was a big piece of wood, like if like if someone tore the floor apart and there was like a big old piece of old floorboard and it hit her in the back of the head. Something hit her in the back of the head with that. And after that, she had her daughter, her her only daughter move into the house because she just didn't feel secure. She felt really uneasy. And her daughter was like a huge support system for her and so she moves in right and her daughter's like yeah I kind of just feel like uneasy too and she went up to the ballroom and she like kind of zoned out for like a minute and her mom was like are you okay are you okay and she's like oh yeah she's like I just got the weirdest feeling like we're not alone and like I just zoned out so like she ended up getting attacked in her room one night the mom like something like after her husband, like with Martin, like the alarm went off and her husband got up and she was awake. Like she just didn't have her eyes open. And this is exactly what it reminded me of in Gabby's story. Uh-huh. Um, 
her husband got up, went to the bathroom, and he was getting ready for work. And she came. The she thought he came into the room. This is Gabby. You're gonna get freaked out because this is very similar. And I have a really big suspicion. I I think I know what's going on in your house. Um, she thought her husband came back in the room. She was just kind of laying there with her eyes closed, and she like the thing what she thought was her husband laid next to her in bed and she was just kind of like you know just laying there you know and all of a sudden like um this thing starts touching her and she all like it starts like choking her and she can't breathe and she's gasping for air and it gets on top of her and then she like lets out a scream and her husband comes running in. She's like, I just got attacked. And she was hysterical and just like absolutely in shock and just not doing good mentally because she had already been feeling that there was a presence in the house, like that thing that threw in the bathroom through a... Trying to knock her out with the Yeah. Wood. And then not only that, like they put up a mirror in the house and the mirror like landed hella far away like it fell off the wall and it was pretty secure in there um well anyways the same thing happened to her daughter like something pulled her off of her bed and like tried to get on top of her and so they knew they weren't crazy the daughter got attacked so they called a paranormal investigator and she brought a priest with her just in case And they started doing, like, you know, recordings because she told them what was going on. And she's like, I want to go to your room. Oh, no. Before that, they called one paranormal investigator. And she, the paranormal investigator went up into the ballroom. And she's like, there's a spirit here. And they had done research on the house. And she said, she's like, oh, my God, I'm getting a sharp pain in my side like the whoever is in this house they suffered a lot they had some kind of internal chronic injury or something and the lady was like yeah that was a previous owner and i'm pretty sure she's one of the ghosts in this house she died of liver cancer and so they figured out that one of the ghosts in the house in that ballroom um, was the owner of the house. She was not, she wasn't like malicious or anything like that. She wasn't like she evil. She just had a presence there? She just, her presence was there very heavily. Like she, she loved her house. That's what the paranormal investigator said. Like I get that. What I'm picking up is that she really loved this house. Mm-hmm. And she's here because she is protecting the house and she now knows that you guys love the house too and she she respects that you know and she she feels good about you guys being here but even before she told her who lived who was the first owner of that house like she knew that whoever was haunt not haunting but whatever presence was in that ballroom had died or had a really bad issue in their like in their liver area because she felt like she was like toppling over and pains and shit yeah um but she left she was like that's all of my investigation that's all i have to tell you and then the next couple days she got attacked in bed and then her daughter got attacked and she's like "That, that it's not her like there's something else here so they called another paranormal investigator and then she came with a priest, another one, a separate one. Mm-hmm. And that's when the paranormal investigator, um, she felt like she walked in and she was like, Some, there's something really dark in this house. There's something happening here. And um, she's like, take me to your room. And she's like, okay. She's like, I, I want to go in there and just see what's going on. And she had the recorder, like the... Um, what do you call those, an EVP? Oh, okay. She had one of those, like, with a recorder attached to it. And she was, um, you know, just, like, feeling around in the room, like, with her eyes closed, just kind of getting the energy of the room. And then she laid on the bed, and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, can I lay on your bed? I'm going to do something. I'm going to try something. She's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. So she laid on the bed and she's she was recording the whole time asking who's this, you know, just recording as she went. But when she laid on the bed, she's like, 
you need to get out of here. What's her name? Whatever the lady's name is. She doesn't want you here. You need to leave. And then all of a sudden she like gasped really loud and she like stood up, sat up in bed like really fast. And she's like, did you hear that? And the other lady was like, no, I didn't hear anything. She's like, hold on. And she like played it back. She played back the recording and it, um, it was like, you need to get out of here. She doesn't want you here. And then all of a sudden you heard a really deep growling voice say, well, that's too bad. Holy Evelyn shit. or whatever like her name was it knew her name it's like well that's too bad Evelyn it like said that's too bad like very clearly very loudly in a growling menacing voice and oh, she was like shocked because she heard it in her mind like she heard it but the other lady didn't hear it but that recording thing it picked, picked up. it up um but she was also a psychic, too. She, like, can read and pick up on energies like that and hear voices and stuff. So it wasn't surprising to me that she was able to hear it when she stood up in bed. And she told the lady, what you have here is you have a succubus or an incubus. Because oh, there's shit. a difference between a succubus yeah, and an incubus. And an incubus preys on women it's a male it's like a demon and it, it's a sex it preys on like it, sexual energy and she said the feeling that she got from this presence was that it because this thing it attacked her more than once in bed i forgot to mention the other time but it while it was attacking her it would touch her like it would grab her and like even though she didn't you know obviously want to be touched it was grabbing her and, and choking her and stuff mm -hmm. so she said you have an incubus and it's like wanting to get to you and so um they left the room really quick because they were frightened when they heard the voice and after that they immediately like performed an exorcism the priest did and it lasted a while but they eventually were able to get that entity out of the house Oh, that's the good. the incubus and she's like do you want us to have mrs whatever cross over to the other side do you want us to help her and she's like no it's fine she's like honestly this is her house she loves this house i've never felt bad anything bad come from her i've never felt any kind of like her wanting to hurt us uh, there's she will leave when she wants to leave. She will cross over when she wants to cross over, but I will not take this house from her. And, you know, um, so she let her, the other ghost, stay. But in conclusion, that story really reminded me about what Gabby was talking about. Yeah. It sounds like something. It sounds really similar. And not only that, these entities, like an incubus, it never once preyed on her husband. Yeah. So he never felt anything happen to him. Nothing. It only preyed on women, her mm -hmm. and her daughter. So it will be, it might be very, very, there might be a, high, a big chance that Martin will never experience what you experienced. Yeah. Because it may only want to be attached to you or maybe even Yara because she's older so I would really watch out for that. I, I know that for certain if it is an incubus, um, it will not attack Martin. Yeah, you should definitely do a cleanse. I yeah. would I would highly one hundred percent recommend fucking cleanse. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that, that once you're able to feel a feel it with your hands and it's grabbing you, that's an attack. That is straight up an attack. And you need to take control as soon as, I mean, as soon as you even think there's a haunting, you should take control. As soon as you even suspect it, if you even feel negative energy in your house, do a cleansing by all means. Even if there's no negative energy, you should always be cleansing your house. And it's funny because the other day I was taking a shower and I was like, I really need to cleanse the house. It's been like since last summer it's been a while it's last summer that's the last time i cleanse the house and i'm really going to uh, do a deep clean and one of these days sometime this week 
I'm going to do a cleansing with some maybe Palo Santo, some sage, holy water, and just do a really good cleansing on the house. You know, I've never experienced anything here, thankfully. I feel like this house is, I feel so protected in this house. I feel so safe and comfortable. Well, remember one when he used to live here before us, he, he, he said, you guys never experienced anything? I was like, no, it's been but good. But you know he's what, like, though? Some he's like, people... dude, he's like, it's weird. He's like, every, almost every day, me and my wife would, would see shit there. But you know what's weird is apartment. that some people are just haunted. Not necessarily yeah, a true. place. Sometimes people carry these things with them. Um, so anyways, I, like I was saying, I've never felt anything in this house. Like I've never felt a presence. I felt comfortable too. I mean, I haven't really felt anything negative like that. So I don't, nothing for me to worry about really. Yeah. But anyways, Gabby, I really recommend that you do, um, I, as soon as possible, a do a cleanse, do a prayer, um, take ownership of your house, kick these things out, just remove all negativity because they feed on that you know these entities feed on negativity on fear on everything they feed on anything that's not good for you in your life so thank you for the story i appreciate it you know thanks for taking the time to sharing with us that was fucking like it was intense it's i can't even say that's a good story because like i feel bad I, I feel bad that she's going through that. I mean, it is a that. good story, but it's in... Yeah, exactly. It's scary. The fact that you're going through that, like, right now. Fuck yeah, that, Yeah, that, that's scary. I really, like, you gotta let us know what happened. Whether you message me, call me, or whatever. Just, we gotta know what's going on with that. Yeah, well, for sure, I want her to reach out. Or maybe I'll reach out to her and, and do a cleansing on the house. She'll be excited. She's been waiting for our episode, so she's gonna listen to it. I know she's she's gonna need, uh, probably listen to it tomorrow. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to jump into our next story, and this is coming in from um, my brother-in-law, Seth. So thanks for sending it in. Thanks for sending the story in again. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. <laughs> Thank Appreciate you. it. Um, and thanks for, you know, both of you, all, you keep listening because you guys are the ones wondering where the fuck we're at. And <laughs> no. not only them, you know, other people have also yeah. met, told, asked us, but, um, you know, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, so this, this, the name of his story is, it says Demon or Alien. So this story starts off again back around 2015 in the middle of summer. I was staying up late playing Battlefield 4, hell yeah, as usual. That's a badass game, by the way. I've been playing that a little bit. And at this time, my family had a little dog named Boss, who was a five-pound Yorkie poo mix, who had the soul of a lion and would try and chase coyotes off. (laughs) (laughs) They always do. But on this particular night, I was playing games, and then Boss started pawing on my leg, which was him signaling that he wanted to go to the bathroom. I distinctly remember looking down on my phone and seeing it was already 2.52 in the morning, so I planned on hopping off and going to bed after he he did his business in the front yard. And if y'all don't remember, I live out in the country, and our lane goes out for about 200 yards, and then turns right to keep going and connect to the back roads, also, I grew up hunting and was constantly studying up on different animals, so I feel very confident in, in, distinguishing, in distinguishing them by the, by the sound they make as well. That being said, I took Boss out to the bathroom in front of the yard, and he was on the far side sniffing around, middle of the night with almost a full moon for my only visibility. That's when I felt the hair stand up in the back of my neck, and Boss, the usually courageous and brave pocket dog, froze in his tracks and we heard a scream that was like nothing i've heard before i hate to say it but it sounded like something from a horror sci-fi movie i can only describe the sound of it as if a woman and a man pained screamed pained scream along with a pig squeal combined oh shit damn that might come close to what i heard that night that scream was so loud and powerful i felt the bass the base of it in my chest and my ears it was something unworldly. I then looked over at Boss to make sure he wasn't going to run towards it, but to my surprise, he had fully laid down and was literally trembling and shaking too scared to move. A couple seconds had passed of quietness, of quietest silence I've, I've ever heard. It sounded like the scream had came from where the road turns right, about 200 yards away from me. Then I heard another scream, more loud and pissed off. You could hear the anger and lust in it. 
but it had only been maybe 10-15 seconds and it was already about halfway towards the house meaning whatever this was had just ran 75 to 100 yards in the matter of seconds this time at the tail end of the scream boss practically army crawled across the yard and was laying between my feet I was too shocked and scared to move from what I was hearing and I I could sense approaching I I could sense it approaching Mm -hmm. I've never felt hunted in my life besides this moment in time I waited a couple more seconds totally in a daze not knowing what to do and then I heard this final scream again louder and more vicious in tones so loud it felt like my chest rattled this scream lasted longer than the others and to my horror it was only about 15 to 20 yards away from me no from the south no no from the sound of it and towards the end of the scream i heard the crunch of gravel as if a car was going over top of it but it was a distinct sound of something extremely heavy running on two feet hearing it run with such force and vigor that gravel was being thrown hip and thrown hip and hitting our metal garage at this point i was sprinting towards the front front door boss had already beaten me there and was whimpering and desperately crawling at the front door to get inside. He had jumped and cleared all three steps up to the porch to Greg to, to, Greg to the door. I followed, I followed suit all the while hearing whatever this monstrosity was chasing after me and boss. I quickly cl- slam into the door and open it simulta- simultaneously, swooping boss up from my foot, shooting him inside of the house. I quickly closed the door and locked it. I then looked outside, just outside the view of the dim porch light. I could see nothing. I could hear nothing. To this day, I have no idea what that creature could be. Like I said, I'm very familiar with animals and the sounds they make. I've heard cougars, barn owls, bears, lynx, bobcats. That scream was from nothing of this world that we know of. It literally sounded like a man, woman, pig, all in a unison, screaming bloody murder. I still question myself if it was even real because of it's so bizarre and unbelievable. If I had to guess how much this thing weighed based on the thuds of running and the way gravel crunched, it was somewhere between 500 to 700 pounds. I didn't really sleep that night, expecting whatever it was to start attacking the house or go wild outside of the house. Mm-hmm. But I fell asleep just before sunrise and woke up a couple hours later. Everyone was gone from the house and I was left to ponder what it was I experienced that night prior. And then I had an idea. I knew I knew with this absolutely ludicrous story, no one would believe it or me. I remembered hearing the gravel and the running, so I figured that there was no possible way that this thing did not leave any tracks behind. So I walked out the morning to see what I could find. I found some footprints where I had heard this thing chasing me from, a, from and took a video of the best ones that were the most distinctive. I'll leave it up to you guys to watch the videos after this story to see what you think. My best answer, as silly as it sounds, would be some kind of alien. Just based off the scream I heard and the weird footprints I found next morning, as you can guess, I haven't told this story to... I haven't told the story, but a couple people out of fear of being ridiculed for making it up. Such quote-unquote making it up. Such an unbelievable encounter. But I swear on all I ha- all that I have... That this true and in it that this true, this is true. That this is true and it one hundred percent happened. I'm sorry, I'm reading off my phone and so the, the font's really small. But damn, I remember he he told me this story like a, a couple years ago, and he showed me. Remember, did he show yeah. you the pictures and the videos? No, of, I uh, actually saw the videos. He did attach them. So when we do um, posts about this on Instagram, I will attach uh, some of the photographs and videos um, that he sent so that you guys can also uh, give your opinions, comment, um, whatever you would like, message, whatever, you know, just interact with us. Um, So we will be posting that as well. I do have a hypothesis of you. you Well, um, I know that he has experienced this. I think it was before this happened. He experienced the whole um, skinwalker skinwalker thing. I really think that it's the same. Whatever it it is, it's the same entity that is doing that. I believe it's the same thing. And like I said in the past skinwalkers cannot mimic an animal 100 yeah, something always is off. always off something's always different 
I mean, the the hoof prints or the, the prints that you found could have been misshapen because of that. The noises that you heard could have been skewed or sound well, devilish or demonic because of that. Do you remember? Okay, so the, if I remember that, I haven't, I didn't see the, the ones he attached, but from where I remember the pictures and the video mm-hmm. he showed me before, it kind of looked like three, didn't it? Like three mm-hmm. big fucking... Stuff. I have to go look at them again because then, I opened it and, re- and read, skimmed through it when I first got the story about a month ago. So it's not really clear in my mind. So I think it was the three fingers. Or, yeah, like three fingers or three toes or whatever. But if I like, I don't know if you've ever heard. Uh, it's usually like in Mexican tales that I hear this a lot. Like whenever the, someone sees the devil or like if if some like Catherine, do they usually call you from the lottery? Catherine, Catherine is like the, the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll see like this elegant man or whatever. He's all elegant, rich looking guy, and tries to offer you shit. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's you a huge, know, we hold need on. to do a story. You on know that. he's the devil because he usually has a hoof for a foot and then mm-hmm. like a gallo's foot, like a like yeah. a rooster's foot. One yeah. so one rooster foot, one hoof, and that's how you know it's the fucking devil. So I was I was when I first saw that I was like. Maybe it's something demonic because of the fucking three weird fingerprint things well, yeah. that are left behind. I mean, if you think about it, a skinwalker or anything like that is demonic. Yeah. That is not of this world. That, that is scream, that's the, that the way he fucking described that scream. Yeah. So what I really do believe it's the same thing that you saw in the past. I one hundred percent believe that is what was responsible for the experience you had that night and you know like you said your dog he's she's tough and they you know they think they're super tough and i think that animals can sense another animal you know like they know oh i'm gonna be tough even if it's a pit bull or whatever they will not cower little dogs will not cower but dogs know when there is something otherworldly going on they can sense that so that's why the dog was so scared as well because this well, was wasn't like, something from was like here coco was trying to freak out when i was hearing that shit in mom's house remember? yeah and coco was a tough dog too she would bite people like she, fuck. <laughs> she fucking would attack people but i do believe that it was the same thing oh, yeah. that you saw it's i very, i very believe possible, it I and it was possibly you know attached or or focus on you because it seems like you're the one who keeps encountering this it's drawn to you somehow but i i really feel like maybe you are a um intuitive or you know a little bit more psychic or or just more sensitive to the paranormal than your family other family members so that's probably why these things are drawn to you i would recommend looking into the history of the property that you guys live on i mean dig like not like just like the well, 1800s he, did, did but dig way back I think on his last story, he mentioned that there was some kind of, like, Indian burial ground situation going around there. I don't remember hearing that, but it could have well been. I would not be surprised if that that was the case. Because around in these areas and uh, this region up here and going down towards where they live, there's a lot of Native Americans. You have a lot of random and, and, um, cemeteries. Like that yeah. women when we won, there's, what, like, three three right next to each other and then there's the one over there where they have the mm-hmm. french town massacre mm-hmm. or whatever i would definitely look you have the one up here on, on the park at yantis there's one hidden yeah. up there that people don't even know it's up there yeah um, i would do some research on the land and um i'm sure you could find documentation on that area. the history of that land because i'm really actually curious about knowing the history i'm gonna reach out to him when I, i'm gonna tell him about the episode that that's out and then i'm gonna ask him about it yeah and talk to him about it but thank yeah. you man thanks for sending in that, the was story. that was interesting like i said both of the stories were good so thank you both for sending them in Appreciate they were that. they were good and like i said uh, they're great stories to hear and they're intriguing but they also it makes me feel bad that anyone has had to experience something like that it's frightening it's traumatizing it's enough to make you want to get counseling but you can't get counseling for it because (laughs) it's people people will think you're crazy you know so uh, that's why we do this you know we provide an outlet for place 
we provide an outlet for people to be able to come and tell their stories, share their experiences, and feel safe while doing it because mm-hmm. we can, you know, empathize or we can, we understand. Um, you know, we can really just know where you're coming from on just all, all levels. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. It was <laughs> magnificently worded. I swear you could be like a he's fucking, writer. Yeah, the way you he, could he, write he, books and stuff. <laughs> You you keep really sending them. I know you yourself. have more, so don't don't fucking be shy, bro. Yeah, sending your stories. Well, I mean, if he doesn't have stories, or if people don't have stories, we no, he has know. several. He has several stories that he's told oh, well, me. Well, then we love I, to hear them. Even he told me last thing. He's like, oh, I don't know if I send. I was like, dude, bro, send it. I was like, it's cool. You know what? And like, don't be afraid to be like, this happened to me. This happened to me. This happened to me. This happened to me. Because when we first started the podcast, um. I'm not going to lie. I kind of unloaded all my trauma on you guys. <laughs> like, I fucking, all these years, I've had all these pent up, like, just experiences. Yeah, we're not just talking and then I all of a only. sudden have people who are willing to let me use them as my therapist. <laughs> Damn, I'm telling you. But. <laughs> and then we get to hear your guys' stories yeah. in return. That's a, um, that's a good, good win win, good return there. Yeah, but don't be shy. You know, if you do have any, a lot of stories or a lot of experiences, we don't think you're crazy. We don't think you're making it up because trust me, as a person who is a sensitive to, um, you know, just the spirit world and stuff like that, I, I have had many, many experiences. So I know that it's possible to <laughs> encounter somebody who just has not had one experience but many many experiences so don't yeah, feel I, crazy i've met people who who claim nothing's happened who, who and those people usually are very um you know they they criticize a lot and then or had, maybe you know nothing has who, really happened to them like, no, I, know, I know but what i'm know? but what i'm saying is like they you know I, I know people who nothing has happened to but i also know people who lots of things have happened to yeah, you know what I a mean? lot of people who nothing has happened to and they seem to be more skeptical than others is because they aren't as sensitive and as intuitive as other people are like, like Seth, for example, me, you, my sister, your sister, like I consider us to be very sensitive to, um, you know, just paranormal things. And when you're sensitive like that, you're open to getting and receiving these types of energies. So I'm not surprised that people who aren't sensitive, who even if there's things going on around them, they just can't sense it. They can't pick it up. Yeah. Because they're not they're not seeing it they're not hearing it it's not happening to them so yeah it would be easy for someone like that to be skeptical and be like, you know whatever like i don't this shit's you know they'll be like oh this thing's doesn't happen to me so it can't be true but yeah you know i know what you mean yeah you guys we have so many great things to talk about in the coming weeks i really want to do an episode on um, like what Ricky was just talking about, El Diablo, El Catrin. Yeah, we got some. I got some My dad would Mexico. talk about that. Would I you, remember being you little. Talk to your dad and my get dad traumatized dad. me. <laughs> my not just my dad, my uncles, like my family. Yeah, you guys, Rossi, she has some good fucking. Yeah, they have too. really good stories. You guys, my family is very, very, very. Not I don't want to say superstitious because I feel like it's disrespecting people's. Um, beliefs not just their beliefs their experiences and culture their culture but i guess other people would consider them superstitious that's my family like we have had so many things happen on my side of the family my dad's side of the family so many i remember hearing all of these stories as a kid like i was fucking like the story from your See about the the holy water under the bed. I'm not gonna spoil yeah. it, but that one's a good oh, one. Oh, you guys, that I I need to tell you guys that one. It's about an incub a succubus. Yeah, that's what I remember. And I'm actually gonna tell that one right now because this is really this really kind of lines up with, with Gabby's story. Gabby's story, and I don't want to say names because yeah, 
like I said, a family member of mine. I don't want to, you know, use people's names without their permission. So a family member of mine, um, their husband, who is my uncle, um, he's had a very colorful past. Like he's had a past of like, he's a kind of man who is really, really overly, I know all men think with their dicks, <laughs> uh, but my, my family member, he was always really, I'm like cheating on his wives and just, you know, always watching porn and stuff like that. So, um, it seemed like he had a problem with like sexual stuff. And my aunt and my sister even, she stayed, she would stay the night at my aunt's house sometimes, but she stopped staying there because she would, she got scared. Um, my aunt and like my sister, like they were sleeping, but they would like hear him moaning at night. Like he, he, as he was sleeping, like moaning and like he'd be growling and like, just like it sounded like unpleasant, like just kind of like a possession, but also like moaning. And they would just, like, be like, what the hell is going on? But he would be asleep. Uh And um, so it was just unusual to them. And my sister was, like, told her, she's like, I think he has a succubus attached to him. Like, I really believe that there's a succubus in this house. And my aunt's like, you know what? I'm going to put some holy water um, under the bed. Because in our culture, if you put, like, holy water or anything, like, under the bed, it it can soak up, like, negative energy from your room or from your bed. Or when you're sleeping, if anything's trying to attach itself to you or attack you, that's, like, a form of protection. So she put holy water under the bed that morning. And, you know, the same thing happened at night. The whole moaning thing, him, you know, just all these noises and the next morning she's like let's check it and they pulled the holy water um or whatever they put under the bed and it literally looked like charcoal it was black Mm -hmm. and there was something definitely going on there like there was definitely a spirit a presence something evil happening in that house and it had attached itself to my uncle. And I really believe it was a succubus. It's very possible. Like that shit. Incubus. No, succubus. You're right. Is that what it is? Yeah, succubus. I always get those confused. No, I remember that story. When, remember when they were telling us about it? That shit was like intense. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Because I remember when it was happening, my sister was like, I'm not going back there. It's really scary. My uncle would act like possessed sometimes. Like, he would get into these rages, like these angry, angry, angry fits almost. And Christina was like, I'm just not going to go back. It's like been really unpleasant. You know, it's scary at night. And hearing all this going on it's just traumatizing so she just never went back over there um but yeah i mean not just that like there have i can write a book on everything my family and me have experienced well we're going to be sharing them little by little here on the creeps lounge for you guys to enjoy so thank you guys again for sending us a story we really appreciate that Make sure you're on the lookout for our next episode. We, again, we're going to try to do at least once a week so you guys can have something to listen. I know you guys do your workouts and working, trying to find something to listen to. So hopefully we can get something out for you guys. And yeah. Like Crystal said, maybe we'll alternate between Freaky Friday one week and Weird Wednesday another week. Or yeah, we'll, we'll have to do that because we'll we have fi- so many things we'll to talk about. We'll figure something out, but we'll, 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 stay, we'll stay connected and keep this going. Yeah, you guys, thank you so much. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Creeps Lounge, Twitter at the Creeps Lounge, which we don't really use it, but follow us anyways, because we might. So we can start using it? We might start. Yeah, yeah, follow us at the Creeps Lounge. Don't forget to send your stories in so that you could be featured on our Freaky Friday Creepy Chronicles at 
thecreepslounge at gmail.com. <laughs> you could send your stories there or even if you want to eat um message us on instagram your story but it's inconvenient because after a while you can't type anymore you have to keep going because you could only type a certain amount of <laughs> but anyways but um share our page share it and like it and comment because remember we got that giveaway going on so as soon as we yeah reach that don't forget account, we will start that so the more followers we get the sooner we can get to that so please share comment and join us yeah, um, I think once we hit 200 followers, we'll start the giveaway. Was it 200 or 300? It was 200. I think we're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there soon. We're going to actually check. be doing this. So you guys follow, you know, keep an eye out because we will be doing this giveaway soon. And we what were we, we really kind of want to do it like live. Okay, we're not there. We're almost there. We're almost there. It's like 140, 139. We're almost at the 200. So that's a good. That's a good mark. And then we'll we'll do yeah. that a Ouija board giveaway. And if you use it, I would like to know if you use Not it. Not even just that. We're gonna do <laughs> sticker giveaway, sticker packs, stuff like that. Once we get, we want to get a sticker we making got some stuff machine. That we're doing so. Give us some time. Be patient. Hang out with us until then, and that way you can get a sticker. Yeah. Well, thank you for hanging out with you, us, you guys. We miss you all. We appreciate everybody who asked about us. We appreciate everybody who's going to listen. We just appreciate you guys. So. Yeah, appreciate you all. All right. You Love you. Bye. Peace out.